Welcome to the Lucky Titan Podcast. Here you will learn how to fill your favorite platform with tons of your dream customers from some of the world's top entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Josh Tapp. Now let's get started. What is up, everybody? Josh Tapp here again, and welcome back to the Lucky Titan. And today we're here with Julian Hayes the second. And this guy, we just had a really good, good conversation. That's probably the longest pre podcast interview conversation I've had. So hats off to Julian. Um, this guy is just really awesome when it comes to focusing on what he wants his lifestyle to look like, and then taking his business and building his business around that and around the people and the relationships. So he is seriously all about helping people with matching their fitness and their finances at the same time. And I know, you know, in our pre-interview conversation for me, I talked about this is I, I have found that it's one or the other. I'm either spending a lot of time on business and no time working out or vice versa. And so I'm excited to kind of talk to him about that business, how he's been growing it, but also specifically how we as entrepreneurs can kind of match the finance, the fitness level. So Julian, say what's up to everybody. We'll hop in, man. What is up, Josh? And I am glad to come in first place to have the gold medal as the longest (laughs) pre-interview. So I I love that as a competitor. I love nothing more than to win at something. So this is music to my ears. I'm going to, I'm going to send you a gold medal now. (laughs) (laughs) So Julian, I want to kind of kick this interview off talking about how you have been building your company, because Mm -hmm. as we were talking before this, you were all about, you're still all about the networking and about Mm -hmm. not even networking, but really building true relationships and doing what other people aren't really willing to do. So tell us a little bit about how you're leveraging networking to close deals in your, in your business. Yes. So basically when I first started entrepreneurship is very confusing. I come from a non-entrepreneurial background. I didn't know anything about it. It sounded just like a, a unicorn that I thought maybe you had to have special blood or DNA to be inside this club. You get in this. So I come from the online space. I see all these like 6,000 funnels, these upsells, if they sell this product and then upsell to this and upsell that. It's a lot of stuff. And I, I don't like that. I don't have that amount of brain width because I have other hobbies that I like to do. And so I broke this down and after talking with enough entrepreneurs who are far more successful and seasoned than me at that time, I noticed one thing, relationships, 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 relationships. It was so boring to just hear the same thing over and over. I wanted like some tactic or like some, like the equivalent of a weight loss pill. I want to take this pill and just have everything come off. Unfortunately, it doesn't exist. But what, I, what they also put in my head, though, is that when you focus on relationships, you're building something for the long term. And that I connected with because up until that point, I was only thinking about next week or maybe even the month, but never about five years from now. Maybe what, what about when you get a family or any of that stuff? I wasn't thinking about that. So go back to that question. I try to just meet interesting people every day and just connect with the people I know every day and serve them, conversate, help them. And then I just let the cards play out from there. Now to further unravel that, I also have, I have a podcast, but then I also go on other podcasts and that's been beneficial to me because I am not really one. I'm in the fitness space, but it's a little different. It's a a little more nuanced what I do. It's a lot more detail. And so when you see things on Instagram, things are in sound bites. And usually the people who are the loudest or kind of the most outrageous, they get the most attention 
because that's all that these media platforms are about. But when you get on a podcast, it's more intimate. I imagine in my head sometimes, like it's sitting at a fireside camp and it's a couple of people around and we're just telling the story. We're just conversating. And I'm like, ah, I think that's better for me because people really get to hear me talk. They get to hear my story. They get to hear why I'm doing this. And you build that connection up more. So in a nutshell, that's the only few things I do. Now, of course, people have also seen me, seen my articles in places like Entrepreneur and Inc., and CEO world and those kind of places as well. So that helps as well. So I guess you can say if, to sum this all up is that I meet interesting people, I serve, and then I create. And that's the three main things I do every day. So, you know, I absolutely love that because you're not building sites. You're not spending all this time trying to figure out how to do Facebook ads. You're saying create, give, build relationships. I mean, that's what a cool methodology. And, and, you know, we talked about this beforehand, but we've interviewed so many entrepreneurs who are successful and that's what they recommend. They say, you know, if you want to start a successful company, stop trying to spend all of this money doing other things, just focus on building relationships, mm-hmm. provide value, ask questions, and then give. So- because what happened when I did the other ways, I would have some good months, but then it would also dip as well. And so it was this constant seesaw, this constant roller coaster that I was experiencing. And plus, when I really started to learn who I really wanted to serve, it didn't really make sense with what I was doing because a lot of those people are not watching YouTube ads and Facebook ads all day. They're working and they're actually doing business, running businesses. They're not just consuming social all day. So that was one area. That was one reason why I kept having this, you know, this seesaw because I was doing the wrong thing for the wrong audience. Yeah. And I love that because yeah, you, you identified who, right. And, and we talk about this a lot on the shows is the, the, who is the ideal person you should work with. And the, the verdict that I've come to after hearing about 500 different ways to do this is that it's, it's really just, who do you like hanging out with? And then I love the example you use for a podcast. You know, it's, it's a campfire conversation and it's, it's kind of a more intimate conversation. And I think if you're not running a podcast that way, it's not going to resonate as much because people want to listen in on the intimate and, and what's actually happening, you know? And, and uh, so I, I look at the way you're running that. And I just, I love that. What a, what a cool way to, to run your company. So, you know, taking that, the networking side and, and leveraging that to grow your business, what, um, how did you settle on, you know, matching fitness and finance together? Because, you know, you, you dropped out of med school and I wouldn't even say dropped out because the way you did it was so much cooler, right? You learned what you needed for med school and made a business around it. <laughs> um, you took that and then you're working with entrepreneurs now. So kind of walk us through like how that came to be and then how you're making that work. It's just a lot of constant iterations. When I first, like you said, when I left medical school and leaving medical school was I, f- I found other people that were entrepreneurs and I really, I couldn't let that out of my head. And, but still I didn't really know, oh, you should go work with entrepreneurs. I went back and started working at a gym. I worked at a call center as well to make ends meet, which was quite humbling as well. You know, you, you have a master's, you're in medical school. Now the next year you're making like $7 an hour. But I got a lot of good lessons from that. I got a lot of experience just working with everyday people. And I kind of realized at that point that I don't think I'm cut out for the everyday person (laughs) because I'm not really a motivator to get you off the couch. 
I like people who are already good and want to go great. I didn't know that was to entrepreneurs and, biz- and business owners yet, but I knew that I like people who are ready to go and want to just get even better. So that's one key thing. And I guess over time, you start to think about what type of clients that you enjoyed. I enjoyed athletes, but working with athletes is like ballerinas and I had a few um, like soccer. That's a little more difficult. It's, it's really about network, networking then. And usually those people you work with in person. And I thought I needed to travel as well. So that's, and so I, you talk to people, you read a couple books, you think about more of the psychographics now, as opposed to just the person. And so I thought about, and he said something, I forgot, I wish I remember what book or where I read this. And they said, your dream client is usually yourself. And I was like, oh, okay. So let me write this out. And I wrote basically myself. I was like, that's it. I want to work with myself, people similar to me. And okay, who's this person going to be? Well, it's going to be an entrepreneur. It's probably going to be an executive or some type of high performer, high achiever, a little type A. It's okay. A little obsessive. It's cool. And that made it so much clearer. I knew what publications to write for because, and I, this is like I said, before the, the, the start of the interview, I thought about this, like I'm Thanos, except I'm going to win that <laughs> I look at this big, I look at this long-term picture. So I'm laying this foundation because I wanted to be viewed differently than just other than just a regular old fitness guy. So those places, when they see you in those publications, they see you on interviews or certain business, they start to think of you that way. I think you're, it's the optics or perception. There's some marketing lingo that I'm messing up. I'm a marketing major, but obviously, you know, that's another story, but, <laughs> but, you know, so over time, like I said, just through learning about myself and then going to different publications, seeing what resonates, seeing what feels good. That's how I came upon entrepreneurs. And then honestly, I think I was talking to one of my friends or somebody, I think he's like a rapper. And he's like, match your physical sex to, to your financial success. I was like, oh, I like that. I'm stealing that. So that's kind of how I got the tagline, just from like a cup of coffee over a conversation. And it made sense. Though, because, come from. <laughs> yes. And it made sense also, because what I also learned is that while everyone would love to get fitter, to get muscles, the way you talk about it is different. When I hear an entrepreneur talk about their health and fitness, it's usually because they, it's family or they want more energy and the struggles are a little different. Like a regular person, like at my gym, when I was working with, they wanted to transform their body, maybe to get girls, vanity. The entrepreneur is pretty confident themselves. They just realize, okay, I put a lot of time into my business and maybe my health, unfortunately has been relegated to the end of the bench. It's like the ninth man now off the bench. The everyday person, it's different. So that's how I also learn to say certain words. So I don't ever say lose fat, transform your body. When you see my taglines, I talk about upgrading your entire human system. I becoming superhuman in life and business. Superhuman is my one word. So it's a lot of experimentation. Also talking with networking. As you mentioned on my podcast, I interview entrepreneurs. And when they mention stuff with their health, I take a mental note. And I get to learn about the people who I want to serve and ultimately become the go-to solution in that area. So. Love that. And, and you really have, because I mean, 
yeah, we didn't even dive into what you've done in the pre-interview or like what you do as, as a business. But what I love about what I, what I'm hearing is you're, you're saying, let's, let's make it more of a scientific approach. Let's focus on how do we make you a healthy, energetic human being instead of get jacked, right? <laughs> That's a side effect that happens. And I always thought about this with myself that there's, there's, I think this is different levels with fitness. When you first start off, we all start off with the hopes of being more confident, maybe impressing girls. And then there's another level that you start to transcend. And this is kind of like how I feel I'm at right now is that the physical effects are great. Yes, I, I want that. But it's so much more now. Like my emotional world, my mental, my emotional, mental world, even my spiritual world, it's so much better when I get outside and exercise or go to the gym or play a sport. And then I can see how even when I sit down to write, because that's one of my main activities, the output is greater. The number of words I write per hour is more. My data, because I, I track my health data, and, and all this is better because of that one thing. And so health becomes much more for the entrepreneur because the entrepreneur has to be resilient. It's about stress resilience. There's a lot of stress that comes at you every day. Time's not going to slow down for you. You still got a family or you're thinking about starting a family. That's another thing. And as you get more successful, there can be like this paradoxical effect because you're going to have more responsibilities, more stress, yeah. more people depending on you. But oftentimes, what does this mean? Less time available for yourself. So you have to be more precise with what you're doing with your health because you don't have the leisure, the luxury that maybe the everyday Joe and Jane does with their health and fitness because you're, you're time constrained already. Yeah. And, and I love that because, and, and I'll just even share like personal concerns with, with working out all the time. Right. Because our, one of the problems I've had in the past is that I work out and I get so sore that it actually takes away from my energy. So when I'm <laughs> on calls, I'm sore. Right. And, um, I'm just kind of curious how you would deal with that. Um, you know, with an entrepreneur. I'm laughing right now because you can't see, but my, my, uh, I have some yoga toes on my feet right now because my, my feet and ankles are really sore. So I'm prepping for a marathon as well right now. Right. And so my feet are really sore. And um, the first thing that comes down to is programming. How's your programming? Also, how is your nutrition? Because usually that's the key thing is your nutrition. Yes, when we work out, we're breaking our body down, but that's not where you're gaining it. It's really the recovery side of things. So how's your sleep looking and how's your nutrition looking? And even then after the nutrition, say you're getting enough calories, what's the breakdown of those calories? Are you getting the raw material goods? So what's the, the your, vitamin, your vitamins and minerals and looking at that as well. Yeah, and, then are you, and then are you, then are you stretching and doing mobility work also? Right. Cause I, I can barely even touch my toes. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I've seen, I think you can improve that a little bit, but some people are just naturally more flexible because I, I can still touch, I can still touch my toes and, and all that stuff. So but that's just a gift for me. So, yeah. but like I said, we all have pluses and minuses when it comes to that. That's our genetics. And luckily we can, once we know our genetics, we can kind of work around that. And so our weaknesses can become our strength. And, and that's, and I'm just interpreting what you just said to me there too, is that, I mean, that's your model is like, let's look at genetically where you're at, who you are as a human and, and not try to put you into a clump you into like a skinny guy, fat guy category mm -hmm. or something. Right. But let's look at who you are and how to best work with you and, and your, 
your health and overall. So let us know, first off, where can people get access to you um, and, and kind of your programs and how you work? Yeah, the home base is the artoffitnessinlife.com and LinkedIn will be Julian Hayes II and that's probably the best place. I pretty pretty much just focus on LinkedIn for the most part, at least with being available to talk to people and, and all that good stuff. And then you can always email me at julian at the art of fitness and life.com. Perfect. I love that. So it's the art of fitness and life.com. Make sure you go check that out, especially if you're needing help with your health. And honestly, I can say this for all of us. That's something we're all struggling with. <laughs> um, so it's definitely worth the time to go over there. Julian works one-on-one with everybody he works with. So pretty, pretty awesome system. <laughs> yeah, it'll be a team of experts. So it's a, it's a team approach. So it's like a performance team. So I have a, I have a guy who does the, uh, the fitness programming specifically for that. Um, because I'm more into the performance sleep recovery and, um, data side, and then they'll handle that, that aspect because, um, we can't know everything. Right. I love that because you're basically becoming an athlete. <laughs> it's, it's getting a team of, of trainers and people around you and to work with your health. That's, that's awesome. I love exactly that. an athlete entrepreneur. Yeah. What a cool, what a cool way to, to structure a business. So make sure again, so it's the art of fitness and Make sure you go check that out. But Julian, just to wrap up this interview, I want to ask you one final question. So what would be your final parting piece of guidance to entrepreneurs here? Oh, this is easy. Uh, Cause I've been thinking about this myself is do it for the intention, not the attention. I hope that you enjoyed this episode of the Lucky Titan Podcast. If you want to fill your favorite platform with dream customers, then come join myself and thousands of others of hosts at theluckytitan.com slash tribe. Here you can find guests for your show, get featured on other shows, and discover the secrets to building an audience of raving fans. So once again, go create your free account at theluckytitan.com slash tribe.